I'm Kelly Harrell, author, animist, and creator of the Weekly Rune. Solentent Arts is my soul-tending practice, and you're listening to What in the Weird, my podcast in which I talk about runes, actionable animism, soul-tending, and how all of those intersect through sacred activism on my path. Thank you to everyone who listens to the podcast, to those who send notes and share their experiences of the runes. That's what it's all about, and I'm grateful for the engagement. I also want to thank my Patreon supporters who make the sharing of my rune work through the podcast and the RuneCast possible with their financial support. If you've benefited from the RuneCast, the podcast, or the ton of free articles on the runes, animism, and soul tending on my website, you can show your support through buying my books, which you can find at soulintentarts.com or Amazon, by making a one-time contribution through PayPal or Square, or by contributing regularly through Patreon. Just go to patreon.com and search for Kelly Harrell. You can also subscribe to the paid version of The Weekly Rune there, and thank you for it. The Weekly Rune is out, and if you're not sure what it is, it's a runecast that I've done for years, focused on the runic calendar and the current half-month rune. The Weekly Rune is now available in full on Patreon.com. Just do a search for Kelly Harrell to find it. And you can find the archive of all past runecasts on my site, soulintentarts.com. If you're not sure what a half month is or what the runic calendar is, listen to the early episodes of What in the Weird or just go read the Weekly Rune. It's explained fully at the beginning of every runecast. This episode begins Season 5 of What in the Weird. And y'all, I just want to take a minute and acknowledge this space. Thank everybody for continuing to be in relationship with it, as sporadic as it has been. And give props to how crazy all our lives are at this time, including my own. The wild ride is not going to stop anytime soon. So I thank you for still meeting in this space together and we will continue to see how things unfold. I also want to invite you to participate in classes on humaning well with the runes, particularly now in pandemic times. These classes are happening in my Patreon community at the $8 contribution level and higher. The first class has already happened, but you can still watch the recording and get caught up. The next one is coming up in September, so you've got plenty of time to watch the recording and engage the introspective work that comes with this class series, bring any insights to the community, and put them on the board on the site. And as always, if you have any questions, feel free to contact me. In this podcast, I typically speak very frankly about the dynamics I'm picking up on in the world and how they're situating with the current half-month rune. This episode isn't going to be any different, but I do want to go into the conversation on Ansu's with full awareness of all of our exhaustion, despair, anger, and fear. And acknowledge that topics we would normally be able to approach with a sense of industriousness and maybe even curiosity 
Um, we're fresh out of that. Our bandwidth is more along the lines of things either drift past our radar or they hit like a ton of bricks. We don't have room for a lot of nuance right now, and I just want you to be as careful with yourself as you can in moving through this space together and out in the world. And I want to remind us all that now more than ever, we need nuance. So as we go into this episode and talk about the challenges we're facing right now, know you're not alone. Appeal to the Dream Team for help where you can. Put your self-care as close to the top of your list as you can. And I know self-care sounds like a pipe dream in a lot of ways right now. I hear you on that. So what do the runes have to say about all of this? We are in the half month of Ansu's, which is characterized by speaking the truth. In the weekly rune, I usually talk about the season with this rune as clarifying the inner processes to understand what our truth is to get to the point of expressing it to the world. From a personal development standpoint of the Elder Futhark, that skill set is a big deal. It is essentially the point in that progression that we begin consciously using our agency as animists. That's a pretty big freaking deal, actually. And all of that still applies now. I'm not saying that it doesn't. But what's happening in this experience of Ansu's is that internal process still yearning to happen and truth to be expressed. While immense gaslighting, lies, deceit, and harm are happening all around us. And I'm not only referring to the pandemic when I say that, but also to all of the realization of the last year and a half of knowing we're in direct personal relationship with very harmful systems. I want to pay really close attention to that because I think there's a tendency to detach when we think of of those big systems that are not necessarily doing many of us any good and are outright causing harm but we're still in relationship with them there's a tendency to think that because we intellectually understand that they're harmful that just knowing that fact means we've distanced ourselves in the relationship no you still have big pharma in your life you still have to pay to get the electric bills Uh, taken care of. You still got to work to show up for all of that. You still are dealing with various demographic aspects of systemic oppression, just trying to get the basic shit done. So I want to be really clear when I say, you know, last year was about a lot of people really understanding that they are in direct personal relationship with harmful systems. Meanwhile, now, Half the planet is on fire while the other half is flooding. Major regions are at war. Our political and legal system can't own that they're racist from the top down, present moment to inception. People refuse vaccines because TikTok said so. Kids are being forced back to school without access to vaccines. There are so many harmful truths being denied right in front of our faces on a daily basis topped off by being aggressively manipulated to get back to an experience of normal that isn't real. So yeah, we can talk about how all of this is triggering as all hell. And for people who are post-traumatic from personal life experience and or from their experience of systemic oppression, this state of having an inner space that doesn't get witnessed by the external world 
and or doesn't allow them to move among with that inner truth as their guiding light, this element of gaslighting is not all that unfamiliar to them. To people who are used to dealing with post-traumatic stress, the experience of not being able to live on Sue's out loud and proud is not unfamiliar. It's not good, not bad. It just means that there are some people who probably have more skills for dealing with what's going on right now more than others. But again, not good, not bad, just the way it is. But these people have skills to mind their inner truth and to maybe cope with it not be giving space in the world around them. They're used to challenge with implementing Ansu's in life. But still, what's happening now is a double down to an already post-traumatic experience. If you're one of those people, this is extra. The part of our challenge that's unfamiliar to every one of us on the planet right now is exactly that. It is happening to every person on the planet right now. Every person on the planet is living full in compact post-traumatic stress right now. And we cannot bypass the impact that's having on our present, personal and conjoined. And the lingering impact that this contradiction is going to have on our weird. So yeah, it's not just about, you know, having to get up every day and pretend like everything is fine, even though your guts are screaming otherwise. This, this life dynamic right now is going to carry through our weird into our descendants. And honestly, we still have some agency in how that gets carried through. So what does that mean? In this space, we talk about how we move with the elder runes as animists. And what does it mean when the core tenets of half-month rune Ansu's are in direct conflict with how everyday life is playing out on the entire planet right now? I guess another way to put that is, what's the real impact of not being able to speak your truth? What is the core truth that drives everything you do? Like why you even came here? I know in my vernacular, that is calling. It's your calling. And Ansu's is the first whisperings in the, in the given ordering of the Elder Futhark. It's the first point in that progression where we begin giving agency to that calling of experiencing it as moving its own life force in the world. It starts to take on its own shape and movement. And we have to kind of get on board, right? We have to listen to it. And the disruption of that expression, regardless of the catalyst, regardless of the reason for why calling is disrupted, is heartbreaking. That disruption undermines everything that we have been brought here to do as a soul in form. It disrupts calling how we engage community, and everything about the soul technology that we employ to stay in direct personal relationship with all things. So I urge you to be very patient with yourself and with others, because however that disruption is being expressed, like an idiot cuts you off in traffic, you know, people say in my body, my right to not get a vaccine while they're compromising the shit out of other people's bodies, they're heartbroken too. 
they're just dealing with it a different way. They're coming at it a different way with, with different skills or maybe not so many skills at all. They're traumatized and we all have to learn to move through that shared space the best we can without hurting anybody else. And this doesn't mean that calling won't get fulfilled. As I said, it doesn't mean that ensues doesn't happen. It just means that for now, we're in flux. There's nowhere to land just yet. But there is something that can keep us moving forward. And that is bringing our awareness to our grief. The unnamed, unspoken, or even blatantly obvious grief. Now is the time to make releasing it a daily practice. The way you bless food, the way you scroll, the way you brush your teeth. That's how we have to start thinking of releasing grief. And again, you don't have to know exactly what grief, or maybe you know, maybe it is vividly clear to you where grief is consuming you right now. But we have to make the intention of releasing grief the underlying motivation of everything we do right now. Because even that expression is your truth. The ability to release grief is part of your calling. And how calling takes shape moving forward, it may not be here yet. Maybe it is for some people. But for me, for most of the people that I'm engaging right now, the next phase of how calling takes shape is just not here yet. And so what we do is release what gets in the way of that happening as much as we can. We can't deal with every aspect of it. We can't micromanage it. But the things that we can manage, the weird that we can reconcile, that's our job right now. That's our daily job right now. And that's how we live into the next iteration of how to speak our truth, no matter what's going on in the world around us. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or insights about working with the runes in season, or you just want somebody to bounce your ideas off, feel free to email me at kelly, that's K-E-L-L-E-Y, at solentinarts.com, or you can call into the Anchor app, which you can download for Android or iPhone. Also check out earlier episodes by downloading them from Google Play or iTunes and various other podcast platforms. And you can learn more about me, Runic Book of Days, and my work by visiting solentinarts.com or on Instagram at Kelly Soul Arts. I'm Kelly, and this has been What in the Weird.